0: No way, no way. Shut up, shut up. No, no way, no, no, you did, no, you did not, no, you did not, no, 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 Wh- what, what? We, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, wait, what? You, no, no, no way. No, no, no way. No, there's no, there's no way. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I gotta tell you, you are, I mean, this is, this, you are, I mean, this, I am completely, I, uh, how do I, how do I explain this? You, you, you are figuratively, listen, you are Figuratively exploding my mind right now. What's up, what's up, man? It's Crypto Kid back here. And just want to let you know that your podcast show was
1: awesome, man. And keep doing your thing. You know, greatly appreciate your content and like what you're doing. So just keep shining like a star and, and, and make your mark in history, man. Keep it up.
0: That a really cool message from CryptoKid. Thank you so much for listening to my stuff. CryptoKid is filled with education. Please head on over to his channel. Um, I'm out here cleaning still. Uh, I came across these postcards. It's so funny. I was just thinking about this the other day. Radiohead had this thing where basically when Amnesiac was coming out. Uh, Amnesiac and what was the one right before that? Kid A. Kid A and Amnesiac. You could order these free postcards. You could just order them. And so I I used like a whole bunch of different email addresses and I ordered these postcards and sent them to various people. So I sent this one from Sir Kurt Clendenin the First. Oh, and you could could put like a little, on the postcard, you could actually uh, upload a photo on there. And this one is like that alien thing with the hook in its hand and it's crying. On the front is a painting by Tom York um, of, like, a polar bear kind of thing. And uh, it says, I know what you are doing. You need to pick up the pace or get out of the kitchen because something is burning in there. Here it is. Slightly off the path, but wise, J. Only want to make things that make people cry. Tons and tons of people crying all over the world. Ima, do it. That's wonderful, J. People, not people. I hope you're not confusing the two. Cause some people do, and some people do. Hee hee hee. what do you take me for, J? They get confused with each other. Ima, ha, J. They sometimes look at one another and say, Hey, you look familiar. Almost a clone of myself. Would you like to grab lunch? And the other normally says, Sure, why the hell not? You understand it now? Or no? Here's another one. This one has uh, sort of a... What is that? That that old uh, myth with the sort of the, the boatman? You know, they take you across. He's got his uh, sort of like a scythe. It's called Children's Bear 2. It's a red lake, red waves, blue boat, black cloak, big googly eyes, teeth, ears, holding onto a scythe. On the back, it's addressed to genius Kurt Clendon Kurt in the first. Kurt, you by now should have a job and an income tax check in the mail. If you haven't gotten the check, call Daniel about what the deal is. If you haven't found a job yet, then call the subfinder right now and put your name in there. Just think of what Bruce Campbell did. Is he not an inspiration to you? He toughed it out, so can you. It's really no big deal. Don't take yourself so seriously. Don't take so much so seriously. It's just a job, right? Just a minor setback to what you want to be doing. Well, how do you expect to take over the world without enduring a lot more trials and tribulations, eh? By now, you should have more than just $17 in the bank. Cold call some of these places and see if they need production assistance. Call Nickelodeon again. Send off your art again. You belong here. You belong everywhere. This land is your land, just as it is anyone else's. Don't worry so much. Put a smile on your face. Do it. Smile, okay? So it was a message to my future self. Cool is that? On the back here is a guy that says daring. It's a a picture I did. He's got a bubble helmet on. And he's a space guy. The front of the postcard is uh, Johnny Greenwood. He's kind of... This is the next postcard, the third one that I found. Johnny Greenwood is uh, on the front. He's kind of lounging in a chaise. On the back, it says, The Best, Kurt Schendenin. And it has me, Josh, and Mike Houston, who we talked to at uh, at the reunion. And this was right out in front of that little market where Jim Morrison used to live right near, over there on Love Street. And we ran into Cuba Gooding Jr. there. He was driving, like, this black car. It looked like something that, like, uh, some secret agent would be driving. This one says, Hello there, all capitals. Hello there. I'm a large mammal, a beast, as Jim Morrison would say. There's a man in the closet. I think he's out to get you. No, it's just in your head. It's okay. Go and free Peter. He's in a bind. He's singing to himself, talking to the alcohol. And just the other day, he had a fight with the bag of chips in the store. We think the chips lost. Tell yourself it would be okay. Remember, to always. One, think positive. Two, eat vegetables. Three, call your mum. Four, play in the sun. Often. Five, quote, the animals of this world exist for their own reasons. They were not made for humans any more than black people were made for white or women created for men. Unquote. Alice Walker So those were all messages to my future self. I'm not sure what, what year that was. Holy cow. See, I got these bins of these, all these great, all these great uh, art supplies. But then I see like a family of dead spiders in there and I wonder... Am I co- okay with just buying new supplies in the future? This is a bunch of... What are these Water colors. man. Yeah, these are all good. I think... These are... Been... Oh, these are... No, these are not. These are not. Well... Yeah, I guess I... All right, more later, folks. There, There will be more ideas later. So I was thinking of this guy who's just very congenial, very generous, very open, very, uh, very accommodating towards other people's ideas, passions, dreams. Um, maybe he grew up in a community where, whatever his ideas were, there was always someone there to tell him, like, "Oh no, that would never work," or "No, that, no, that's stupid," or, um, "Or this is a better idea." You know, so a guy who is used to growing up in an environment where everyone else around him had better ideas. So it kind of burrowed into his brain throughout the years that this is, that's just how it is. You know, this is just how people are. I guess if you don't really have other frames of reference, you know, if you grow up in a town like that, or, you know, particularly... Parents like that—that that stuff can burrow, burrow, burrow in your brain. Um, so, I was thinking, he's so used to having people tell him what is not the good idea. Uh, what's you know? Oh, that's the wrong path. Or oh, you didn't think of this. Or you should have done that. So he grows up. He grows up with this idea in his in his head that he's just not good enough. He can't. He's, you know, and it's not necessarily a. He doesn't necessarily feel it's a bad thing. He he just, he grows up just being very congenial, very accommodating. Anytime someone has an idea, he does what he can to to help them facilitate it. Until one day, maybe he moves away or something. I don't know if he retires. Who knows? I don't know if he's, how old he is. Um. But at some point, someone tells him, heck, we can make him like 80, 75, I don't know. Something like that. or finally, <coughs> maybe he moves to a new location or something, but he comes across one person who's also accommodating. Um, perhaps even an entire community. And so, this person is then the the accommodating guy. You know, someone asks him, have you ever seen your own dream come true? Have you ever seen your own vision come true? Has anyone helped you with that ever in, in your past? And the guy sits there and thinks about it and thinks about it and goes, huh? No, I can't say that, that I've lived uh, a life like that <laughs> in, in an environment like that, you know, with people like that. And, um, and so this person goes, well, I'd like to help you make your dreams come true. Cause I, um, I've heard you say some ideas about stuff and they are brilliant. The guy's like, no, 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 no. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just an old man. I don't know what I'm talking about. And and the person's like, no, man, I insist. This is cool. And already that person is, you know, saying, oh, my gosh. And, you know, imagine this and imagine that. You know, thinking rather than, uh, you know, basically telling him, like, these are also ideas in addition to what you're thinking, that could help amplify your idea. So it's it's that kind of idea. Um, rather than, wow, great idea instead, let's do that. It's, I like that idea. Cool. Let's move forward with it. So, um, he ends up creating this just extraordinary, extraordinary artwork. Maybe it's music. Uh, could be any number of things. All kinds of things. A huge project just encompassing all these things. <laughs> and, um... Uh, yeah, so that just popped in my brain. I was also thinking of a character named Vitality, or a movie or something called Vitality. And, um... Something where basically, it's kind of like telekinesis, um, but it's basically the sense of like, you know, like blasting out sort of like a a signal, a mental signal to people and they immediately, like they just feel a rush, they immediately uh, feel this rush of being the best version of themselves, of being the highest potential of what they're capable of, um, you know, excitement, joy, just vim and verve, vim and verve, and you know, they're blasted with this, and so they immediately start, you know, courage, bravery, all those kinds of things, so um, that had popped into my mind, I thought that would be kind of a cool power and now be the best version of yourself. You know, they're kind of just speaking in their brain. And a person's like, wow, and they become excited.
1: Hey, hey, what are you doing? Don't touch me there,
0: sir. Hey, hey lady, it's all right. I'm with the TSA,
1: hey, hey. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir, proceed as you were. Ah, uh, forgive me! Hey, it's no problem, lady! It's alright! I'm with the TSA! Hey, hey! Hey, man! What are you doing? Don't touch my giblets! Hey, man! Hey, it's alright! I'm with the TSA! Hey! Hey, hey, hey! Oh, hey, I'm sorry! Uh, my mistake, uh, uh, please, proceed. Hey, alright, man! Good deal! I'm with the GSA. Let
0: me touch ya. Hey <laughs> Has it ever happened to you while you are cleaning um the dust from just vacuuming? Um, make gives you a cold. This thing started as a tickle in my nose. So this is the crazy thing. I felt little remnants of this when I was back home. Because uh, I think I might have caught it from my niece. And when I came back, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to totally just ozonate, it, ozonate this away. And then uh, my sister and I got the bright idea to just do a deep cleaning of this place. Like big time. I swabbed the deck out here on the balcony. Now I mean we moved everything, almost everything out there onto the balcony to um to then really, just really getting the cracks and the crevices of the walls, the <coughs> the floor there by the door. So um I've been, I mean, I don't know how many glasses of ozonated water a day I've been drinking. Uh, That, in addition to coffee, I stayed up all throughout the night. And I took a couple of 20-minute naps. And we got a new vacuum, and then the vacuum just stopped on me. I thought, what's going on here? So then I looked online and I found out that this particular vacuum is known for overheating. Then I realized, okay, that's what's going on. And then I uh, I turned on the vacuum again and then it started up. So now I'm debating if I bring it back for a new vacuum tonight or, or if I just keep vacuuming. I was ready to I thought it was broken. I thought it was done. I was, as soon as Jenny got home from work, we were going to go up and return the vacuum, get a new vacuum. So (coughs) she goes, well, if you're going to return it, make sure it's in good, as good, you know, it looks good. So I thought, all right, I'll just rinse it all out, rinse out the filter. I'll make it look real good. And so now I'm waiting for that to dry so then I can get back to vacuuming. I'm thinking about using a hairdryer. What do you think? boy, I can understand now why people wear gloves, or not gloves, well, gloves too, yeah. Gloves and the, uh, the mouth the mouth covering mask. Like Dengar. Dengar, the bounty hunter. I understand now why Dengar wore his mama, mummy-ish mask. Because he uh, was in the middle of cleaning his room his apartment, his, uh, space apartment, and, um, he's in the middle of doing that, and then someone just right away told him, they're like, hey, um, you know, hey, um, Boba Fett, or, uh, Jabba the Hutt is looking for bounty hunters. You know, could be, could be some good money, you might be able to actually hire some folks who do that professionally who are really good at, at cleaning, you know. So I think now we're chis- we're figuring out the root cause behind why Dengar was one of the, the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back. I think that's basically, I think we've undercovered the true story of Dengar. Because up until this point, no one's really asked him, you know, why? Why did you There's always some kind of enticing thing one would think to be a, to be a bounty hunter, to be, to uh to go hunt down scoundrels across the galaxies and to get and then uh, as the reward, you know, get paid a nice big fine. Is it simply the reward money or is it something deeper? Next question, do any bounty hunters, well, space bounty hunters anyway, do they ever actually truly want to kill someone? You know? I would think that space bounty hunters, you know, they don't have a tiff. And I rarely use that word, so you know when I use it, it's serious. They probably don't have a, a personal tiff with Han Solo. Um. You know they probably don't have a t- they probably don't have any hard feelings towards the guy. It's the money <clears throat> in this case Dengar was you know he's just tired of cleaning his own house. He wanted someone else to take care of that clutter and so I think I need to invest in a dengar cleaning mask now that would be pretty cool if I could get away with that creating the dengar the uh certified by dengar the bounty hunter get this cleaning mask the dengar the uh the, the dengar cleaning mask certified by me dengar I almost said dengar the barbarian I, but who's to say dengar was not a barbarian that's- that's also a question that needs to be explored. I've decided I'm gonna use a hair dryer on this thing. Oh. Oh, here. There we go. So, Dengar the Barbarian. First he was a, a barbarian, then he was a bounty hunter. Barbarians, they have a thirst for blood. Do they have a thirst for blood, or do they have a thirst for something else? But they just, I, I don't know, I just, unless you're bred, you're raised to kill, to have that, that thirst, to, uh, uh, to blood thirst, I think you'd have to be raised in an environment that really promotes that idea heavily like, okay, you know, get ready for the bloodthirst, so, I, you know, I, I don't know their hearts, I don't know their souls, (coughs) more on this later. If I haven't yet already, I would like to thank CryptoKid for that awesome message at the uh, the beginning of this episode. It's very rare um, that I've got so many segments. However, this time we've got a lot of segments. I've been kind of con- concocting them over the past uh, couple of days while I've been cleaning the house big time, deep cleaning. Also, we heard a phenomenal message from John Garside of Forgotten Tales. Uh, that is a riff off of a... Uh, character, or at least an idea, a pondering that came to me when I was back in town in in Chicago for the reunion. (coughs) Um, I came to that revelation with the TSA and how they uh, have a license to be able to touch you inappropriately. So uh, John ran with it and wow, I've got a slew, phenomenal, phenomenal, he's got a slew of of these, of the TSA guy that I will be slowly doling out within each of these podcasts. I am now on my way back from CVS picking up my uh, official Dengar Dengar the Bounty Hunter, aka Dengar the Barbarian <laughs> uh, approved cleaning masks So, I too am waiting a call from Jabba the Hutt to see what my next mission is, and uh, who my who my uh, confederate might be this time. Will it be IG-88? Will it be Hammerhead? What about Bosk? You never knew. You never knew who's going to come out of the woodworks or out of the wood plays, for that matter. So ideally, see, this is the thing. I've been, I've been taking tons of ozonated water. My sister Jenny and I have been drinking it like a banshee. Drinking it like a banshee. And I would say it's only because of that ozonated water that... Uh, so, okay, I'll put it this way. Had I not, this is my theory, had I not... Because you know, when you get colds, you kind of get you you kind of get an idea as to how long it might take before you know you kind of start to learn your body's uh, symptoms, warning signs. You see the uh, you see you see you know you kind of get a hint of it. You see it kind of uh, appearing on the horizon. So in the past (coughs) definitely I would be in much more a much more terrible position but because I've I've been drinking the ozonated water (coughs) it's been balancing this out it's been my own fault not getting these uh, Dengar certified (coughs) cleaning masks before Oh, boy, man, there's just so much dust when you're cleaning. Some call that the mists of antiquity. I, I call it the, uh, I think I now call it the dust of, the dust of dimensions. So uh, as one, as it's been said, the dust on the ground, most of it is dead skin cells. So right now, I'm coughing. Why? Because I inhaled my history. And or other people's history. I carry... (coughs) I carry their uh, bodies with me at this moment in time. This is precipitation. I'm sure I carry their souls, too. This whole uh, cleaning thing has... Wow. Taught me so much. I think I think from being on this podcast, I'm realizing it now. I've been taunting it. You know, by going to the idea books and reading from the idea books. I think I've been taunting this, uh, this moment in time. Teasing it. Mm. <laughs> and all of a sudden it just poured out, you know, an onslaught. Of just diving deep into the rabbit hole of just... Getting into all the boxes in the closet. Which, by the way, I found a lot of madman comic books. A lot of madman comic books. Atomics. Gosh. So many. Who'd ever thought that a box of comic books would be so heavy? Well, it is, folks. That, in addition to all the books I've got. Yikes. So, I think what this is doing is it's teaching me about uh, the idea of minimalism see, this is the thing, I've got so many birthday cards, I've got so many congratulations cards, there was such wonderful sentiments put into those now these people <coughs> <coughs> probably don't remember wait, I just saw some found poetry here, hold on, I gotta read this to you, this is probably a laundry list here, but I gotta read it uh, yeah, candy, bags paper clips, pens Whiteout, highlighter, paper towels, whiteboard, and maniers. So that's what, you know, found poetry is basically... I learned about this when I took a poetry class. Found poetry is anything that, well, is found. Um, It could be a grocery list, like we just read. It could be a uh, one time I found a note. (laughs) It was addressed to somebody, and I couldn't quite tell... Um, if it was like a speech, you know, like they wrote it out, like it was a speech that they had to give in person, or if it was, uh, just they're trying to get their thoughts down. But I remember seeing it, it was about, it was about going to court or something. There's a wonderful, I believe it started as a magazine called Found... Speaking of found, I just found this. Here's a sign on the elevator. The elevator is closed at first floor. Please use north stairs. Thank you for your cooperation. Look at that. Found poetry. So there's a magazine. I believe it started as a magazine called Found. And then it graduated into uh, a book, at least one, (coughs) of all kinds of found poetry notes that were left on car windshields. Uh, You know, I mean, just like we saw earlier. So, it's intriguing how found poetry will just pop up out of nowhere. And when you recognize it, um, and you point it out, what's cool is, uh, more, as we've learned with synchronicities, more will find their way to you. (coughs) I just saw a sign that said ahead and it was a yellow sign and then it was uh, silhouettes of a man and a woman walking. You get this idea, oh, up ahead you'll see people walking. And uh, I'm sure it's been done. However, I'd like to see it done or maybe I could do it myself is... Uh, match that color yellow and draw like uh, a, a head, an actual head. So it looks just very strange and frightening. And it, you know, maybe a sticker or something, and you put it right over the yellow where it's the people walking down the street. So that way it says, A head. And then you're like, Wait, wait, wait a second. Am I going to see a head? Or is that the exact kind of head that I'm going to see? Put a put a little question mark in people's brains. So this is how the story goes. Our original vacuum pl- uh, company of player vacuum player vacuum player vacuum vacuum cleaner. It broke down. The hose detached. It got messed up. So, then we went off, got another vacuum. I got that earlier today. Uh, And then I started having all this brown smoke come out of it. So, I waited for Jenny to get home, and then we went up to... uh, the store, to return it and exchange it and get this one. So I think this one, I think this one is better, I do believe. And while we were there, we got um, medicine balls. We each got a medicine ball at Starbucks. It's good. I suggest it for anyone. Oh, and a neti pot too. I suggest it for anyone who starts getting a cold. So check out the sound of this baby. Check out the sound. Oh, boy, oh, boy, that sure is loud, guys. Oh, my God. Also, I found another drawer here with some stuff in it. There's an Elliot Smith CD, Andy Kaufman and his grandmother CD. A lot of little good- goodies, nuggets of goodiness. So, I got a bag to store those, and more on that later. More on that later. In the meantime, uh, talk amongst yourselves if you want. Note to self. Do you hear the echo? Do you hear the echo in this room? <laughs> I wasn't kidding when I was talking about the deep cleaning. That's what I've been doing this whole time. Picked up some olive oil. Uh, put the ozonator through it and sat next to it and just breathed it in, breathed it in. So that's opening up my bronchial tubes more. I'm looking at this room and there's a lot of white, uh, well, I'll just say prominently there's Two white furniture things, and then a, <coughs> um, the bed. <coughs> well, and the walls, in the walls, in the blinds, and the closet doors too. So this whole thing is just white. Walls are bare right now. I'm imagining. Note to self: put a green screen up there. Oh my god, we could do a crazy movie someone waking up in bed or as they fall asleep it turns into something different. That would be cool. If I used the green screen it could start as the backdrop uh, as something different and then as that person goes to sleep
1: ooh wow
0: wow like a little Nemo kind of thing So, let's keep that in mind for future artistic endeavors. An idea um, for a movie or a TV show even where the audience is never told. Like, we see things that the character is going through or finishing up with or, you know, we'll see weird stuff going on. Uh, let's say the character just suddenly decides to clean his whole house. Just m- move everything, rearrange everything, clean everything, top to bottom. <coughs> in all the crevasses. <coughs> the ceiling in between the cracks. Everywhere. The dresser. Between the... You know, everywhere. Uh, but we don't see them doing that aspect. We see the after aspect. And so... The audience could be wondering, okay, well, did he have an ant infestation and he just got a little carried away? Is he? Did he just move in someplace? Uh, is is he moving out, going someplace else? So we see. we see the evolution of, of something that has happened. There was, there was something that happened. We're either in the beginnings of something or the aftermath of something. And there are just scenes like that. So it, it adds this spice of mystery. Maybe there's one little tiny little clue that can be seen in various scenes that, you know, time together, bam, that it explains it right there. But even that could have multiple explanations, kind of like that Room 234 movie I think I was talking about before, 237, Um, or who knows what it is, the Stanley Kubrick documentary. All of those ideas about that movie were all put into the documentary, and if you listen to each one, you're going, oh, my God, this person totally, I know what they're talking about. Next person, oh, my God, this person knows what they're talking about. Well, what what if Stanley Kubrick wound all of those little giblets in there to be discovered by some uh, sharp, some sharp eyes on the subject. Alright, okay, so, I'm just throwing this out there, just kind of spitballing here, jamming on the what if, so, we gim her the night, we gim him the night, we gim them the night, uh, we give them they the night. Can we? I got this. Uh, no, by all means, we, we, we you know, it's just an idea. Just an idea. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, so we give him the night, give her the night, give them the night. Uh, we give it to the post office, we give it to. The club goers, we give it to advertisers. This time, what if we give me the night? Can we we try that? I want to try that. I got this idea. I want to give me the night. Every day. So how about we give me the night?
1: Every day. Give me the night. Every day
0: Look, there's, there's there's music in the air and and lots of love is everywhere. How about we gimme the night? Every day. Can we please just give me the night?
1: Every day.
0: gimme give, give the night.
1: Every day. Gimme
0: give gimme give Gimme give the night. Every day. Whoa, this idea uh just came to me. I'd all, all these paintings, I took all the all the paintings off the walls and whatnot. And uh I just have these white walls, these white walls. First thing I'm imagining is painting them colors. I was in an apartment one time where they had primary colored walls. I thought that w- <coughs> I thought that was phenomenal. And I thought, it looked, ooh, I thought it looked great. So in addition to the idea that I may or may not have said earlier about Jenny being in her bed with the green screen behind her and <laughs> having it phase out and then she's, the goes her dream, I could do the same thing where, with this uh, comfy chair here, and, you know, I kick, kick back the feet close my eyes and we wait about 15 seconds, 30 seconds and then the wall morphs, goes into a dream and that could be, you know, the audience, like okay, so let's say for instance um, Jenny falls asleep whether she's masked or not, suddenly I'm thinking if she wears a mask and me too, I could wear a mask um, Oh, or maybe they put on a mask in the dream that could be interesting that could be interesting. As soon as it melts, boom, you see them there and then they end up picking up a mask. And I just love that idea of who's behind it. And now all of a sudden there's a new TV show that's been coming out. I've been obsessed with masks forever. I've got all these masks, Halloween masks from throughout all the years. Decades probably. Now there's a new TV show what's called The Masked Singer where these people come by with these crazy outfits and then they sing through it. So... It's a really interesting thing because the first thing that pops in my brain is are all those people going to be showing up as those costumes? Or only the... Because at some point they get unmasked. They sing anonymously, so to speak. So people are like, whoa, that kind of sounds like this person or that person. And then when they unmask, you're like, what? So everybody's freaked out. So these people... And then, so we get this idea in the movie. that when you see that, you get this idea that they met each other. Uh, they, you know, yeah, they met each other on the same night. But that doesn't even have to necessarily be the case because with dream dream time, it's anytime, astral travel, anytime. So, kind of interesting, huh? Interesting. So, it's something uh, to think about. It's a, good, a fun little thing to just keep audience scratching their heads. Wait, what? Huh? I'm trying to make sense of this. Here's this one piece that might tie things together. Oh, this could have happened on the same night. But even that is not even official. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 mm am um, I'm enjoying. Some pasta that Chenny made yesterday, I'm eating it right now. Mmm. For some reason, I don't know why. I, up until now, I haven't figured out the way to word it just, just right, but. Um. An epiphany came to me. Realizing that I've been, I've been cleaning this apartment. I'm down to the last giblets. Uh, I'm about to vacuum a chair and then flip over a couch. Vacuum a couch, flip it over, vacuum it more and I realized while I'm looking through all these old ideas I mean I got tons of art books Uh, wow I already published two of my sketchbooks old ones I wanted to start from early and uh, high school And I got a lot more sketchbooks. So, I was going to do them in order of the years. Now I'm thinking I'll publish them out of order. So, how interesting would that be? No matter how I, no matter, this is my prediction, no matter how I'm going to what order I publish publish those things in, something tells me they will always be timely with what is going on now. They will always be reverberating exactly what's going on now in so many areas, particularly the evolution of consciousness into, uh, into 5D. So, as I've said in the past, anything that's old to us is brand new to someone else. So as I'm looking through these things, they're old to me. They were brand new to me at the time. When I wrote them down, they were brand new to me. Now time has passed, but they're still brand new. No matter how long that idea has sat there in a cryogenic chamber... It's still a good idea. It was caught. It, uh, these, these sketchbooks, these idea books, these are dream catchers. That's what they are. Those are dream catchers. So everybody's a dream catcher, aren't they? If we think about it, we're all dream catchers on particular levels. Uh. So, all those ideas for movies, uh, books, characters. Phrasings, certain phrasings. There'd be a lot of times where I'll come up with a, a revelation or something, and then I'll listen to an Alan Watts, and I'll go, Are you kidding me? He's saying that thing. He's wording that thing in a way that I've been wording it to people. And what happens when you do that, it's funny because in that second, you're going, I'm simultaneously predicting the past, and also, Wow, I am tuned into like a spirit that's regarded as something, well, just even regarded. Regarded as something uh, genius, uh, regarded as something imaginative, regarded as regarded as something curious. So if I don't Watts is going around lecturing, lecturing, giving these talks, and in those talks there are these nuggets, these pieces that also came to my antenna, blipped my antenna. If they washed up, if that message in the bottle washed up on my shore first, shores. On my stony shores, if it washes up on my stony shores first. That doesn't, that just means I get the message first. It's like Paul Revere. What if Paul Revere went in a different direction and there was no town there? What if he got lost in the, in the woods? Someone would hear the message. Someone. Even in the distance, someone someone would hear it. They would feel it. So, as as I've said in the past, whatever is old is brand new to someone else and also to us because we're opening it up right now. So that just means that no matter what we're creating right now, it doesn't have to be something that's pressed for time. Well, it could, could be, uh, but pressed for time. I mean, when we have particular items like the one before you, my, my diary, aka journal, aka Usu collector, aka Curiosity Explorer, (laughs) But got something like that, you know, you're, you're catching it. It's dream catching. I'm dream catching for whoever's listening. And then they can go, oh, I echo that. You know what? I've dream caught that three or four years ago. And I go, holy moly, that's awesome. Because that's right around the time that I wrote this down. Or they say, oh, my God, I thought of that 35 years ago. And I go, holy cow, that's awesome. I only thought of it five years ago. You know, so that you can, you can kind of go, this is cool. We were listening to the same... I heard the echo of that. It washed up onto my stony shores, so to speak. So, anything that we're creating right now is a wonderful possibility to be utilized in the future. In any way, in any capacity. Little did I realize that when I asked Mickey Dolans to, you know, endorse this podcast when I met him backstage. It wasn't this, I didn't even have this podcast back then. I had... Only the radio station, which, by the way, this Monday, this Monday, 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 the... By the way, I got a yachtly cruise show tomorrow. It's a private party. Cannot wait to get back with the Yachtleys. Um, The 4th, yeah. Today's August 3rd. (coughs) Lawrence August's birthday is coming up 818. That's his magic that's a palindrome right there. that's the eight that's the infinity looking into a mirror of itself. How cool is that so Monday, the sixth. keep your ears peeled. the sixth I'm not sure yet who's gonna be in uh, who's gonna be in there. I got someone someone oh oh. I got David Bowie. Mmm. 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 Mm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we got Sam, Singer. I met her when she worked at Wonder Bakery. Um, In Chinatown. the way to Kaichung. So, she worked there. And I'd be like, come on in, you know, sometime when you. If we have off on a Monday. Because I found out she was an artist. She designed her own tattoos. I'm always astonished when people design their own tattoos Always astonished So yeah David Bowie from Yachtly Crewy going to be in the studio Udio Udio and first time Sam First time for her, too. So, tune in if you'd like. That'll be between 1 and 2 o'clock p.m. We'll start at 1 p.m., Pacific Standard Time. We'll see if we got Captain Nicholas in there this time. We don't know. We might. If so, that would be great. If not, that's fine too. I figured it out. I um hmm yeah. You can tune in K Chung Radio. .org. It'll be going live. It's on the right heel. You, You my friend, just shared a meal with me. Oh, look at that. That's the sound of breaking bread. Look at that, we just broke bread together.
1: That's the bread in the pasta bowl, bread in the pasta bowl, sop it all up. And don't it taste good. Don't it taste good like I know we should. Sop, sop, sop it on the left side, sop it on the right side. Sopping on the underside, so, sopping on the top side. Mmm.
0: So that will be live. My main point here is way back then with Mickey Dolan's, I had no idea I'd be using it for the podcast. So it's okay, Ass. So now, which brings me to this main thing. Now that I'm done eating, now that I'm not distracted. Oh, okay. It's orange juice. I didn't have to drink it that slobbly Hmm? Mmm. Ah, okay. Delicious. So I'm thinking... If I record folks in the K-Chung Studios against that sort of pyramid thing, get them saying Inspirato Projecto, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Then I can use that. All this stuff just accumulates. You use it, use it, use it, utilize it, plug it in. It's a vibe, it's an energy, it's a it's a free-floating form. And it can be used anytime, anywhere, anytime. I'm so excited looking at all of these books, all of this art, all of these paintings. I didn't realize how many paintings I had up on a wall. I also forgot that there's a dream catcher hanging up uh, ab- above uh, the window here in the kitchen. I forgot. Who am I apologizing to? There's something. Oh, yeah something I want to read to you. Talked to Mike Schley today on the phone. And um, in addition, to, you know, I got that olive oil. I've been doing that probably for the past three hours, 20 minutes each time, bubbling it, bubbling it, bubbling it. That's a special filter I'm using. There's a gray one that they gave me, so I'm using the gray one. Then I'll wipe that off and utilize the white one that I had originally used for Water. So this acts as a filter, and this is the method that helped John Marshall get to breathing again. And so that's something that I have been just kind of sitting kind of close by, breathing breathing in the air. And I know it might not sound like it, but it does feel better. Anyway, I talked to... Mike, and he said this. This is what he said. He says he haven't he hasn't had a cold in like seven years. And this is what he does. It's a method that you guys can do. Zinc, 25 milligrams. Eat food with it. 25 milligrams. So if there's a 50 milligram, chop it in half. 25 milligrams a day. If you get more than that, you're going to get zinc poisoning maybe that's what happened to me. I was taking zinc every night for i don't know how long zinc and magnesium and boy were my dreams crazy so zinc twenty five milligrams vitamin a uh three carrots basically three carrots a day vitamin e four hundred i u selenium two hundred and fifty milligrams once a week if you do it every day there it screws up a prostates. Uh, vitamin C, 2,500, between 2,500 and 5,000 milligrams. And a half a tablespoon of mil- uh, of baking soda. And you do all that, and you will not get sick again. Today, I just was in the mode, just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Tomorrow, I got yachtly Crew. After the show... I've been going up and down these stairs, by the way. Holy moly, my glutes must be humongous. Like trampolines. Trampoline, glutes, 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 trampoline, glutes, glutes, glute, 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 glute. Hi, I'm glute. Hello, I am glute. Do you need someone to run up those stairs? Pardon me, I'm glute. I'm way up here at the top of the stairs. Hey, Glute, um, can you swing by the grocery store and pick me up some potatoes? I am Glute, and I will do that. (laughs) Here you go. I ran all the way there with my glutes, and I picked some up for you. Special. Thank you. Now I can make my french fries. Parlez-vous francais? Oui, oui, monsieur. I've been going up and down, up and down, up and down the stairs and washing absolutely every clothing that I have. When I look at this stuff to reinvestigate it, I was looking online. I said, what's the average amount of clothes that a guy should, you know, should think about having? And it's at four, like, there's this theory called the 40, what was it, for, the 40 hanger theory. So whatever could fit on 40 hangers, that's what you got. So now if that were the case, you know, I just got to make amends with these clothes. Some of them were gifts on special occasions. I think in cases like this, I think it's probably helpful and 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 good for us to put the good vibes into it and say, you know, we had a lot of great times together. We shared a lot of wonderful times. We faced so few regrets together. We we had each other's back. We went for it. Followed the passion and now it's time to send you off to someone else out there in the world who could also benefit from the great the great energy that you have to offer and then they will have their stories with you that'd be pretty cool if we could donate stuff to places and find out who ended up getting those things i'm curious i'm curious Who's wearing those clothes? And then how long did they have them before they donated them? Who else has it now? And what are the chances, it wouldn't surprise me, that I end up going into a thrift store one day and finding some old shirt that I donated years ago. I've got such a huge, it almost is like a coffin, storage bin of books. Books, books, books of plenty. I found some old CDs by my cousin Scott Madden, the 311 guy who did all the Midwest promotion for 311 when he worked for Capricorn Records. Uh, he Scott, I think he ended up doing five volumes each year. He would do a Christmas album. Sometimes it was just an EP, you know, four or five songs. Um, they were just sometimes they were just instrumentals, but they had like a Christmas vibe to them. Sometimes they were just different versions of songs, and he would hire his music buddies. He helped out with cake too. Now that I think about it, I forgot about that. They helped with cake. I got reminded me. Please, someone reminded me to talk to Scott about that. Oh, he was at the picnic, actually. He was at the reunion. Yeah, that's right. You guys heard him talk on there. Yeah, that's on one of the podcasts. This looks to me like... Last time I looked, there was like 30-something minutes. This is the 40, 50, a 50-minute podcast now. So I can finally release this into the wild. And then, of course, what I'll do is... uh, I'll be with Philly Ocean. He'll be picking me up. I'll be taking an Uber, and then we're going to go... Up to our show, so I'll probably record the Uber driver most likely. And uh, it's gonna be great. Can't wait to see what's gonna happen. See how this is all gonna pan out. We gotta be in uh, Santa Monica, did this say? Let's see here. Let us see here. So, doors are at 5 p.m., loading is pretty far at Jonathan Beach Club. Beach Club, it's for a beach club! we This will be our third! Oh, man, we love those beach clubs. Uh, Doors are at 5 p.m., loading is pretty far at Jonathan Beach Club, and we have to set up everything, probably even lights, too. Let's arrive by 1 p.m. to be safe. So that's going to be, yeah. it's going to be wiki wonka. Okay, that's going to be wiki wonky.
1: Hello, I'm wiki wonky. Hello, I'm wiki wonky. Hello, I'm wiki wonky, the world's greatest, the world's greatest licorice licoricea. Hello there, I'm wiki wonky. And I'm the world's greatest licorice year. Do you like licorice? Well, I like licorice, and I've got lots of this licorice. Everybody gather around and grab the licorice that you like. Do you see that there? That's a strawberry. Ah, do you see this there? That's a chocolate. Do you see that there? That one's lemon and lime, both together. Do you see that one? That one is the taste of a penny. Yes, a taste of a penny. In licorice form. Do you see this one? This one is the taste of a combat boot. Yes, a combat boot. Chomp on it. Do you feel like you are there? In the shit? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the world's greatest licorice here. otherwise my name wouldn't be Wicky Wonky. Wicky Wonky. Wicky Wonky. Damn, this voice modulator is cutting out on here. Hello, hello, I'm wicky wonky.
0: Shoot, this thing really isn't
1: working anymore. This thing isn't
0: working anymore. I don't get this. Okay, uh, my my voice modulator
1: is on the fritz right now. It's on the fritz.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm just shutting it off. I'm shutting it off, shutting it off for good. Stay tuned to a lot more TSA fun on the way. We got like five, five, five more on the way. I think you're going to love it. Then you, of course, then you'll always think of the uh, TSA guy, TSA guy every time you go flying. It might inspire you to print up your own badge, your own TSA badge. So remember this. Zinc, 25 milligrams every day. Eat food with it. Eat food with it, even if it's a couple of crackers. Vitamin A, basically three carrots a day. Vitamin E, 400 IU a day. Selenium, 250 milligrams per week. Vitamin C... 2,500 to 5,000 milligrams. Baking soda, half tablespoon. Oh, yeah, vitamin C every day, every day, every day, every day. You could just stay unsick if you want. If you eat these ingredients. Some of them you eat every day. Hey, hey, some you eat once a week. Once a week, yeah, you eat them once a week, once a week. Or you eat it with food, eat it with food. I took one zinc, 25 milligrams, vitamin A, or three carrots, and a vitamin E, 400 IU, and selenium. 250 milligrams once a week, don't take more than that vitamin C, 2,500 to 5,000 milligrams every day, cause that's what I wanted, and baking soda, half tablespoon, and now I don't wanna have any colds anymore, cause I took everything, everything. Wow, the, the violent femmes walked into my room. You never know who's gonna show up, man. You never know who's gonna show up here in the show. This is going off to you right now. It's ten forty-six PM. Oops, seven forty-seven. Ten forty-seven. We're moving through time right now, time space. Also, keep your ears open for tomorrow's podcast with, with uh with yachtly crew at the Jonathan Club. I'll probably be recording some secret you know us walking through the crowds beyond noise that kind of razzmatazz. Also thank you to everyone who is constantly contributing. Uh, we've got some more wonderful messages in the pipeline and uh, and I want to tell you to look out for something. I want to tell you to look out for something. Oh, it was my final words, my final pieces of wisdom. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? Oh, yeah, keep your ears peeled for uh, personal voice messages. That date back, well, probably uh, 2014 maybe, possibly. So there you go. There you go. All this information, there you go. I would suggest if you are sitting there right now and you don't have an art project that you want to work on, dig back through the old stuff you did already and compile that make some put some put that together, scan it, put it into a book put it out there there you go lazy man's art art project basically, and if you don't want to do that, then pay someone to do it or do it with someone, make it a team effort, make it fun. Make it fun. I'm with this cleaning stuff. I'm making it fun, man. It's a video game, dude. I'm just an avatar in a video game. That's all I am. Some people think I'm a human being. Others call me an Earthling. But really, I'm just an avatar in a video game. Oh well. Hello, Jack uh, Nicholson. Are you? uh, Don't call me Jack Nicholas. That's a golf player, and I I don't even play golf. Actually, I gotta leave in five minutes, because I gotta go uh, 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 play golf. Well, I don't want to say, but... uh, All right. Well, thank you for stopping by. Have you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? I ask all my friends. I just like the sound of it. I just like the sound of it. Huh? All right. Thank you, Jack and uh, Tally Ho. I'm gonna go find the Batman. All right. Uh, see you later. And while I'm at it, I might as well write Head Two and put the monkeys into it. I, I'm feeling kind of. I'm feeling kind of uh, spry. So feeling a little spry in my step. A little spring in my step. Great. All right. Well, talk to you later, Mr. Nicholson. Uh, So you just never know. You never know who's going to pop up here. All right, man. We
1: are far into it. We
0: are far into it. We're going to talk to you later. We are at 10.50. Uh, That's good. 10.50. Tesla liked uh, 3, 6, and 9. Keep that in mind.